I know it's going to be hard. It's a very hard topic, but I hope that that listeners stay on and and hear it out. So um, I was actually sexually trafficked by my parents for 20 years of my life. It's so prevalent. I grew up in a wealthy neighborhood. It looked very normal. I I can guarantee every city has this going on in their neighborhoods. For my business, it's Hero Bands. I I started this after the heroes in my life that really stepped up and were just good to me. The bracelets have power to them. I hand make every single one myself. And I hope with every single bracelet that I sell that people feel that power from it. So if there's anybody struggling in your life with depression or anxiety or loss or health or addiction, these are so powerful. The first hundred bands, uh, those are on me as a gift to you. And I want more of these bands on kids' wrists where kids are saying, where did you get that? Welcome back to another episode of The Burn. I am Ben Newman. You always know that we enjoy bringing you stories of athletes, entertainers, celebrities, and individuals who have overcome significant challenge and adversity to better understand that burn that lies inside of them. That fuel that lights why and purpose that causes us to take the necessary action to perform at our highest level. And today I am so excited to be able to have a conversation with Elizabeth Frazier. And I knew of Elizabeth, before I had ever had any connection to Elizabeth through a mutual friend, Danny Morell. And I'm going to allow your introduction and how amazing you are to come from our conversation. And many of you know Elizabeth from Hero Bands, her company, fueled by adversity and challenge. And we are going to get into it because you know that's how we do it on the burn. We go straight for it. But once Danny and I met in Los Angeles, Elizabeth, and he told me about you and he told me about your mission. And it started, he's wearing this super cool bracelet. I like to wear bracelets. So he's got this super cool bracelet. And I'm like, where did you get that? That is really cool. And it had, a, you know, the word on it. And he told me your entire story. And he told me how so much of his work through Relentless, you know, they want to give back to you. And so he had asked me to speak at Relentless. And I said, okay, there's only one way I'm speaking. If I get to give back to Elizabeth and you and I hadn't even met. And so it is so exciting to be with you. And, and Elizabeth, thank you for joining us on The Burn. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. I didn't I didn't realize that. that's how you kind of heard about me. So that's really neat. That's it. And I told my, I, I literally said, I said, I will only speak if you allow me to be able to contribute to hero bands and Elizabeth's wow. cause. And so that's why, because I think what had happened, I had sent a, a donation and you were kind of like, where did this come from? Like, who is yep. this guy? Yep. And then the really cool part was legacy means so much to me. And I was able to get two legacy bands for my children that have them, which they are so awesome. And then Kennedy, my daughter, one of her friends at school was like, where did you get that? We need another one. So that's why you had to make me another legacy. Band <laughs> yep, I love one of her little, little friends at school needed it. So Help us better understand, and, and, and I think in our conversation, Elizabeth, and I know you don't hold back, which I, I love about you, mm-hmm. we're going to go to a place that's uncomfortable for a lot of people. And mm-hmm. I, I really believe that that what is so attractive about you is your courage to face your adversity and to fight to make a difference with a significant issue that I don't think there's enough attention paid to. So if you could share a little bit of your story, I'm going to have you share it. 
uh, I think it'd be really powerful for our listeners as to where your burn comes from. Yeah. And to begin, this is going to be a hard conversation to hear. And my advice to people is to, to listen anyway and get through it because there is so much light at the end of it. And we can only make a change if we know about the, the darkness that's around. So I know it's going to be hard. It's a very hard topic, but I hope that, that listeners stay on and, and hear it out. So um, I was actually sexually trafficked by my parents for 20 years of my life. And it started at age four and continued till after I was married. I had been threatened with my life, my son's life. Um, and so I didn't stop, which people often look at me and kind of shake their head out. Like, why didn't you stop? But when you grow up with it at first, you don't even realize how wrong it is. And so I was, I grew up with this normal. And as I started realizing how wrong it was threatening people and if I thought I could protect them, I would do anything to protect them. So I continued into my mid-20s being trafficked by my family. So that that type of a experience, right? It, it, it's hard for us to hear. You're you're going through that. Mm-hmm. So help help us better understand your passion now to really bring it to light. And if you don't mind, as comfortable as, as you're willing to go to, at what point in time was the trauma so significant that you said, I have to be courageous, this has to end? I started to pull away um, towards the end of high school. Honestly, it took me that long to really pull away. I started questioning it probably closer to middle school or the beginning of high school, but I didn't really start pulling away until I had a friend pass away. Um, the end of my junior year in high school, and I didn't know how to cope. And I started doing a lot of self-harm and um, things just felt out of control more than they ever had. And then I got to college and that's when I really started just not showing up to appointments and things like that. And then I would learn that I would get in a lot more trouble if I didn't show up to appointments than if I just went. So I got back in the pattern of going until my husband and I moved out of state. Um, And that's when I finally felt safe enough to really draw the line in the sand. And I was about 23, um, coming up on 24. And that's when I officially cut the ties. And I'm speaking out now because I think, I was having a conversation with a friend actually earlier today, and I never imagined being on podcasts and sharing this because it is very humiliating to admit the things that... I went through and the things that I did, but if it helps one person or protect one child, I can't sit here quietly anymore. I have to speak out so that I can protect somebody. You know, Elizabeth, I I admire your courage so much. And I think about what's going on in in the world today. And a a dear friend of mine, uh, Sean Henry and uh, another friend, Aaron Nash started a an organization called Kids Lives Matter. Uh, and their episode, uh, Sean's episode will be coming out soon as well to end sex trafficking. And, you know, I, I think to myself, this is so prevalent. And if you could help people better understand, because I think people hear this and they'll, they're going to be in shock, mm-hmm. right? Because typically yeah. we're bringing fire and energy and talking sports and people, they're in shock. Like th- this is almost like, okay, am I really hearing this? Mm-hmm. How prevalent is you? 
And I feel like what you're doing with hero bands, your courageous voice, the Sean Henry and Aaron Nash's, without people finally stepping up to address these issues that are serious issues with children in this country, mm-hmm. we're, we're not going to see change that has to take place. How prevalent is this issue? It's so prevalent. I grew up in a wealthy neighborhood. It looked very normal. I, I can guarantee every city has this going on in their neighborhoods. And you never know who it is not your stereotypical, oh, that looks like a bad guy. That must be a bad guy. My family looked very clean, very put together, very religious, just very straight arrows. And so I think everybody just needs to be aware that this is a possibility and this happens in your own neighborhood. And we can't get it to stop and we can't bring awareness if people don't talk about it. And if people aren't willing to go on their platforms like you, Ben, my voice can't be heard if others aren't willing to share it. Kids can't get protected unless they hear what is happening in their neighborhoods. So I I would love for you to maybe share a couple of action steps. But before you do, I just I want to speak to everybody directly. You've heard me say so many times that adversity and challenge, how we respond to it, determines the story that we write. So whether it's social injustice, whether it's sex trafficking, these issues that have no place in the United States, in the world, they have no place until we are willing to have a voice, to have an uncomfortable conversation. Yes, on a podcast, to talk about things that are difficult. We are not going to see change. And I think it's so important. We must get uncomfortable. You know, we're willing to get uncomfortable in our business, right? To pick up the phone and make phone calls, Mm -hmm. but we can't get uncomfortable to have a conversation to protect our children, Mm -hmm. right? It's like enough is enough. You know, we can't get uncomfortable enough to tell a friend of mine that looks the way that I do, was raised the way that I was to say, hey, the way you're talking, that's not acceptable, Mm -hmm. right? This this is not acceptable in the world today, right? And I'm never... One with a, with a silent voice. Mm-hmm. So what, what are some of those action steps? Like, are there red flags that people can see? How can we become involved to help you yeah. on your mission? Yeah. So social media is a big one that luckily I didn't have to deal with um, growing up, but there are a lot of pedophiles on there tricking kids into thinking they're somebody they're not. So monitoring your kid's social media really is smart. And they'll say, you know, you're getting into my privacy, whatever. I don't care. It's worth it. If your kids are going to be on social media, you need to keep an eye on it. There are also apps you can download. Um, Bark is a great one that can alert you if bullying is going on, if sexual content is going on, you know, things like that. Um, That's for your own children. And for me, I just needed somebody that felt safe. So somebody, if somebody felt safe in my life, like my fifth grade teacher, she was the first place I remember feeling safe with. That saved my life on more than one occasion, just reflecting on that feeling of safety. So if you can be that safe place for kids, you're going to protect them way more than you have any idea. Um, for my business, it's Hero Bands. I, I started this, I named it Hero Bands after the heroes in my life that really stepped up and were just good to me and loved me unconditionally for no action. But I make these bracelets to inspire people to be better. They they say things like strong or peace or or you know, anything you want can go on them. And they're a great conversational piece too. Like you said, you talked with Danny about his bracelet and it led to him bringing you more awareness on sex trafficking. 
And I donate for every item, I donate money to organizations that are dedicated. So $2 for every item goes to the Elizabeth Smart Foundation, who is bringing awareness and um, so, you know, information and help for survivors. And also to fight the new drug who's helping with pornography awareness, which is another big issue because I was part of a lot of pornography, unfortunately. And I wasn't consenting, but it looked like I was. So people that are engaging in pornography don't realize that they can say, oh, it's consenting, it's adults, it's consenting. They don't know that because I was part of that. So be very careful of what you're engaging in because you could be feeding the demand and not even realizing it. Mm. And so let me ask you this question, going back to, to Bark. Uh, what are conversations we can have with our kids? Because I, I really would love to help the parents here because I know you're having a lot of these conversations. So let's say I go home tonight and my wife and I decide we need to ask some of these questions that will help us better understand what's happening. Because I know even like for my son, he'll, you know, get on and he's playing a video game. And I'll be like, who, who are you playing with? And, and, you know, even, I mean, they can get connected to anybody these days. So what are some of those, those questions to start the conversation? I think it depends on the age of the kids. Um, I have an almost 15-year-old, and we're very open with him about everything, honestly, because we're, we're wanting him to be armed with knowledge. And it is uncomfortable at times, but if he doesn't know, he can't help keep himself But I also safe. have a 12-year-old, and he was on a typing website, and there's chatting there, and there's people you race, and it looks like this great thing. But there are people on there pretending to be 12-year-old kids when they're not, you know. And so I think it's just having them aware of what can be online. And for my kids, I don't let them play with anybody that they don't know personally. You know, I'm like, you that's can play we, with your friends as long as yeah. we know that actually is your friend. But if I find out that there's other people on here are my concerns and why, they're less likely to throw a fit about it because they understand. I think if you just take it away and say, look, it's not safe, they're going to get really upset and not understand. But if you explain things to them, They'll be like, okay, that makes sense. And I'll be more careful who I let play. So I think it's information. I, I want to kind of take a, a different turn here and ask a question, um, but it's still going to speak to the, the same topic. You know, I really look at what you've done and you're really a force for good to make change in this sex trafficking area. And I, I know for so many of our listeners, there's so much pain and drama that trauma that we all deal with in our lives. What do you say to that individual who's struggling to speak up, right? That initial act of courage, whether it's sex trafficking, whether it's they're being abused, whatever that pain or trauma is, is there anything you can share that really helped you speak up that first time to say enough is enough? I, I need to get, I, I need help. I need to get past this issue. I need to stand up. Yeah, I think realizing that we all do go through hard things and even though the situations are different, the feelings are the same. So the feeling of being unloved and the feeling of fear and anxiety, those are very common factors. So hopefully, you know, my, your first step would hopefully be to know that you can relate to people on that level and then find somebody that you feel safe with. Just that your gut tells you you're safe, you're comfortable and slowly start to share what you are okay with and just trust your gut with how much to share. And there are going to be times people don't handle it well. 
and that is not fun. But when you find the people that do handle it well, it is this burden that is lifted off your shoulders that is indescribable. So my my advice is to keep trying to find those safe people. And if they don't take it well, they're not your people and that's okay. It hurts, but you can still find your people. So keep pushing forward. I think, I think that's really incredible. What you just mentioned is, you know, sometimes we want somebody to be that source of support for us and they might not be. And yeah. if you get shut down that first time, that doesn't mean that it's not somewhere else. It's interesting that you brought up, you know, your fifth grade teacher after losing my mom, I had just terrible behavioral issues. And it was, I remember it was my sixth grade teacher. It was like the first one who was like, kind of looked at me and said, we're going to yeah. help this little guy as opposed to like, yeah. what's wrong with that little guy. And so, yeah. you know, sometimes it comes in a form when it's unexpected. And so I, I think that's really a great thing that you share that if you think that person's your support and it's not, don't give up because there's somebody there to help you. Can you, can you can share I, with, go ahead, please. Say, And I didn't even realize my support people were my support people sometimes until years later, looking back and been like, you know what, that felt safe to me. So that's what I'm going to look for that feeling, you know, looking back, I remember what that felt like. So that's what I'm looking for moving forward. So what are you doing? Um, in addition to hero bands, tell us a little bit about your fight. You know, obviously there's this burn inside of you, this mission to stop sex trafficking. So what are some of the other action steps that you're currently taking? And then through that answer, if you could tell us, you know, how we all can become more involved with hero bands. And I don't want you to hold back and I want people to listen and I want people to get involved because these are beautiful bracelets. My children have them. If you didn't hear me at the beginning, they were so cool that kids at school said, Hey, I want one of those. And we bought them for some of my daughter's friends. So I don't want you to hold back. I want you to tell people about the bands. How do we learn about the bands? And what more can we do to get involved with you? Gosh, you know, I don't like pushing hero bands because I don't want anybody to feel like. I'm giving you permission. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'll roll with it. The bracelets have power to them. I hand make every single one myself. And my kids have gotten so much strength for them. I have, I have a son that struggles with depression. And so he has one that says happy. And when he's at school feeling heavy, he'll rub his bracelet and remember that he's not alone and that there's somebody that cares about him. And I hope with every single bracelet that I sell that people feel that power from it. So if there's anybody struggling in your life with depression or anxiety or loss or health or addiction, these are so powerful. They helped me get through my hardest times. And I started this business as a hobby, just wanting to help people that never in my mind thought it would grow into a business that it is now, but it's making such a big impact on lives. And so I, I urge everybody to order one. Um, I also sell bracelets that are at my cost that I give to children that are rescued from sex trafficking. And I stamp your initials on them. Ben, you bought a whole bunch of them. And so when the kids get them, they see these initials and they know there's an actual person that's invested in their recovery and thinking and caring about them that they don't even know. And I just started selling some bracelets made by actual survivors. They're these beaded bands that are really cool. So I'm actually able to hire other trafficking survivors so that they don't slip back into the habit of trafficking so that they can support their families. 
and they're they're around the world that I've hired, and it's such a remarkable thing to be a part of. And anybody listening can be a part of it. If you don't have the finances, what you can do is share my page, share my story. Um, like I said, I'm partnering with the Elizabeth Smart Foundation. So find a foundation that you bond with, that you feel can make a difference and find out what you can do for them. Those are just easy things that you can do that don't cost you anything to, you know, volunteer your time. Well, I know I was given the opportunity through Danny for us to meet and for me to be able to have an impact for the organization. And, you know, one of the things about me is I'm all about action. Words only Mm -hmm. take us so far, but action is what makes a difference. And so what I would like to do in continued support of hero bands is the first 100 people, and this has nothing to do with me. Nobody is allowed to say that you heard this on the burn. This is all about Elizabeth. I want everybody, if you could share, what is your Instagram, Elizabeth? It's hero underscore bands. So hero underscore bands, the first 100 individuals, or if you have five children, I want you to send a direct message to Elizabeth. So Elizabeth, you keep count. But the first 100 bands, uh, I'm going to 100% cover the cost. And all I ask is that you say that you met. And Elizabeth, you don't hold back. I don't want you to like, like, this is about Elizabeth. This is not about me. You do not say that you heard about this on the burn. I want you to, when you get the bracelets, I want you to share about Elizabeth with a friend, a friend that's a parent, a friend that it might be uncomfortable and say, look at these bands that we got. These were given as a gift. Elizabeth Frazier, and I want you to share hero bands. We have got to get your voice out. Kids' Lives Matter, hero bands, Elizabeth Smart. We cannot be quiet anymore. So the first 100 bands, uh, those are on me as a gift to you. So I know we can uh, connect online because I've already supported in the past, but uh, I just, I love your heart. I love your courage. The story needs to be told. And I want more of these bands on kids' wrists so where kids are saying, where did you get that? And then the parent is asking, where did you get that? And it's the least that I can do to help move the story forward. And uh, I just want you to know I appreciate you. Gosh, that is huge. Thank you, Ben. Wow. It's a big deal. You're, you're, you're welcome. I just, I, I want you to know that you have support and uh, continued support with an issue that is not easy to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that I'll be receiving messages from people saying, wow, this episode was amazing. I'm completely surprised. This is the direction that, that it went. And this was the story, but we, we have to be able to find light through things yeah. that are very dark. And when we can find that light, I believe we have to share that light, but we have to take action. It can't be, oh, I just watched this episode. Send the DM, get the bracelets, and let's start to share hero bands and Elizabeth's story with the world. Elizabeth, is there anything else that you'd like to share to anybody who's maybe struggling or anybody who finds this uh, uncomfortable to maybe give them the boost of how important this conversation is? I understand the uncomfortableness. Trust me, I'm uncomfortable talking about it, but just picture kids in your life's faces and it's worth sharing. It's worth talking about if you know it's going to protect somebody and just, you can do it. 
you can get over the uncomfortableness of it and it will, it will be worth it. I promise you that. Well, Elizabeth, thank, thank you so much for being you. Thank you for being a force for good in this world with an issue that uh, needs to be addressed that can't be quiet any longer. Uh, I, I really appreciate uh, you joining us and, and sharing your courageous story and your fight and who you are and sharing hero bands with the world. Gosh, thank you, Ben. I, I appreciate the opportunity to, to be able to share my voice. Well, thank, thank you so much. And, you know, to everybody watching, you know, this is definitely a different episode, but you all know I'm an emotional guy. It, uh, it, it's easy for me to cry when I watch Extreme yeah. Home Makeovers. It's easy for me to cry when I think of these children. But there are so many amazing <laughs> stories, you know, like Elizabeth in this world. And we've got to share these stories. You know, at the end of most episodes, I say, oh, go get this freak. No, please look in the comment section. We're going to give you the opportunity to get direct with Elizabeth to have these gifts for your children. And I just want to encourage you to take action. I want you to have a conversation or two or three or 10 with friends of yours about this issue, whether it's you sharing Bark, whether it's you sharing Elizabeth's page. We cannot be quiet. We need to be in this fight together. So. Elizabeth, thank you again so much, and uh, thank you all for joining us for another episode of The Burn.